Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 41. Thank you for tuning in. As I bring myself to the space, I do feel guided to tune into and receive a message from our galactic family to offer a galactic lineage reading for the collective. Galactic lineage refers to the state of being that we are before we incarnate into a physical vessel. From one perspective, you might say, Our origins is in the stars, and your scientists and bioengineers are well aware of this, and have even titled this knowing the missing link. The link is not missing at all, however, it is very much intact. Missing link refers to the structure of your DNA that lets the scientist know that the structure and RNA, the coding of your DNA, has been accelerated, manipulated, interfered with, helped. There's evidence that your DNA structure was interacted with in a way that accelerated the consciousness of the humanoid. And if this were common knowledge, then you would know that you come from the stars. So therefore they tell you it's a missing link, so not to address it at all. Your body is a sacred technology, a biocomputer sort of mechanism that allows you to tune into non-physical consciousness. You call this consciousness alien or extraterrestrial. But if we come from the perspective of the I Am Presence, that you are the only presence active here. The extraterrestrial and what you call alien is referring to a more refined state of being. It is you in that realm of existence. So are there extraterrestrials or aliens surrounding Earth observing you? Absolutely. But not coming from the perspective you believe it to be as an exterior, meaning it is you watching you. As a human, you are the most dense version of the self, and as a non-physical consciousness experiencing infinite states of being, your humanoid vessel is not your only state of being. So the aliens represent you in a more refined, integrated, realized state of being and you perceive it as exterior outside of you because the totality of what you really are is too much to comprehend to the five senses. It is sort of like you are in shock as the I am presence and you have fragmented into all beings and things. You are one energy playing all parts. We address it from this perspective first to disclaim not to believe us as always, take the info that resonates with you, but to remind you, it matters not if you believe us, 
because we're not trying to convince you that aliens are real, we are simply reminding you of your more refined state of being that you happen to call alien. You see yourself as alien and extraterrestrial, and we're here reminding you that those beings that you perceive outside of you are actually you from the perspective of the I am. So on this episode, we will call upon a stellar race, our consciousness, and tune into a message for the collective coming from this more galactic perspective, you might say. So let us bring awareness to the breath and to the heart space. And you can set your own intention to receive the clarity or guidance that you are seeking. You are so loved and perfectly supported as the galactic's galactic consciousness is making its way here based off our intention to receive and allow it. So let us see what galactic family would like to come through first. The first galactic consciousness coming through is a consciousness or a being that has a bad rap on earth and this would be the reptilians or the sophir we have a very established connection with the reptilians so much so that you have named the front part of your brain the reptilian brain to be in survival And since this idea is your own, we will use this to explain even more so how the reptilian being or consciousness represents your survival mechanism and adaptability. There are about 53 star systems surrounding Earth, and on every star system there is life, some humanoid, some not humanoid. But on all 53 star systems, the reptilians or the sorfid exist. This is your galactic family that has traveled throughout all of the cosmos and has gained the data in regards to survival within any type of environment. You had to refer to this data within you as you are a hybrid of a reptilian along with other races, 11 other races, the reptilian is a ancestor to you and is very much involved with the happenings on your earth, in the government and around the earth, cosmically. You call the survival part of the brain reptilian brain because the reptilians have figured out a way to store the DNA of survival to store the information of survival within the DNA. So your DNA structure is a stream of consciousness, a stream of information that is coursing to and through you at any given time. And depending on what you're going through in life, if you go in panic or need to survive, this stream kicks in, you might say, and you refer to the data that lets you know what you need to do to live, to survive. So we say the reptilians have a bad rap because 
they come in the representation of fear, a primal fear. This is what the collective consciousness agrees they represent. You are afraid of the reptilians. And we're reminding you there's no need to be afraid, that it is actually a tool to appreciate because you are able to adapt and survive and sustain because of this race or being. So as they come in representing primal fear, in regards to the collective consciousness, we can see why this would be the first message. In regards to the symbolism, this state of being is reminding us that as a collective, we need to come to a different perspective in regards to fear. And you might say today, all of our fear is exterior-based. We are in survival mode from the perspective that there is something acting against us, that we need to protect ourselves or save the planet. So this perspective definitely puts us in a victimhood state of being because we give our power away when we think like this. So the reptilians are coming in to remind us that fear is not the indicator that there is something to be afraid of. It is the indicator that you are looking in the direction that does not serve your highest good or you are looking at it incorrectly. And in regards to the collective, we can say that we are looking at fear incorrectly from the perspective that it's something outside of us we need to be afraid of. We are going to use the example of the virus because this would represent primal fear. And as the reptilians represent survival within your DNA structure, the virus is also in your DNA structure. So if we put all of these symbols together, you might say that vibrationally speaking, this virus is a fear-based sickness that we created it because of our fear. And not only because of our fear, we believed the fear, so we created it even more. The law of relativity states that you need to match the energy of that which you are interacting with. This goes for viruses as well. If you don't match the energy of the virus, it will not be able to function within your vessel. The laws of the universe don't change. This is why some of us are not sick and some of us are. God isn't punishing others and saving others. It's a vibrational universe and you attract by your most dominant thought, feeling and emotion. So the reptilians reminding us that the collective is in fear today because we are in the distorted idea that there's something outside of us that is making us sick and attacking us. However, this whole time it has been us. Our division and separation creates doubt because when we don't come together we can't find the solution only when we unite and come together do we see the positive outcome so the reptilians are reminding us of our own reflection that as we project our fears and our division and separation into the world we will make ourselves sick this is a realm of cause and effect where we are causing the effect we are looking to the effect to fix the effect, meaning we're looking at the virus or at the war on earth or whatever the problem may be. We look at that and try to fix it in the same realm that it is existing in, in the old news, in earth. So the reptilians remind us that within, 
As we alter the inner world, the outer world reflect, and we can do this by implementing our survival techniques. Our DNA is a stream of information like a living library within you. And depending on the frequency you're in, you tune into the guidance. So this is why they call it reptilian brain when you're in fear, because you would need to know how to survive, and you can. But if the reptilians are reminding us there's no need to fear, then we can calm the breath and smooth out the pressure on our nervous system. As when you're in fear and panic, you're not breathing correctly. When you're not breathing correctly, you're not taking in prana. When you're not taking in prana, you might say the DNA is suffocating the life force. So the reptilians are saying this for the collective. It's time to take accountability for the realm of effect that we are living in, which is the culmination or the sum total of the collective's thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And since we are a mind experiencing a body, it is not very wise to look to the virus to try to fix the virus. It is an inner journey to see the sickness within, where are we distorted in ourself, in division and separation or conflict. And since we create our own experience here, if we tune into the fear and believe the fear-mongering, you calibrate your DNA into the stream of consciousness, meaning that's the information you will receive, information about how to survive. And when you are in this space, you don't feel safe. So the reptilians are telling you, you are safe. You have within you the resources that will help you adapt and sustain. That the vessel is catching up to vibrational speed with the non-physical consciousness of what you are, which is eternal life. We're at a new beginning. It's time to pay more attention to the realm of mentalism where all of our fears begin. We are living in our thoughts. And the reptilians remind us that we are in a distortion because we believe the world is the reason for our sickness. But we are the reason the world is sick. Because we're projecting our fear, division, and separation outside of us instead of seeing it as the area or shadow work that needs to be done within. So you are safe. There is nothing to worry about. All of your needs will be met. Today, our astrologists and scientists are aware of about 53 alien races. And of all the 53 that are known today, there are infinitely more that are unknown and yet to discover. Since it's the I Am Presence experiencing infinite states of being. The next message coming up from the Galactic Family is coming from Orion, the present timeline on Orion. And for some of you, when we say the word Orion, you will feel the sensations in the body or around you that let you know Orion resonates with you very much. Out of all those 53 races known, almost every single one has had a lifetime on Orion. Every single person who hears these words, chances are you've had a lifetime on Orion. 
Orion is where the pyramids of Giza line up and the other sets of three pyramids in your Mexico and Asia also line up with Orion's belt. Sirius A, Sirius B. Orion refers to the most polarized space in all of the cosmos. In a past timeline, this is the war referred to in your Bible. The Great War refers to the Battle of Orion. And there was such a great battle here because this was the furthest, most pinched away point of Mother Father God until Earth. So many of you that are on Earth have had lifetimes in Orion because this is where you used to go to integrate lessons on duality and polarity, but deep polarity. Imagine the restriction and the oppression on Earth times a million. Imagine incarnating on a planet and not being able to leave from the planet even after transition, that your soul would be entrapped on this planet to be forced to reincarnate over and over again and you didn't get to choose the physical experience you were put into an experience this is the idea of where you get slave from or to be oppressed in the present timeline of Orion you might say now they are the most integrated and the most illuminated in all of the cosmos because of this deep darkness and duality. So today Orion coming in as their integrated self, reminding us of a healing crisis and a purging that is going on right now. Orion are masters of honoring polarity in a way that they have honored unity consciousness very beautifully so they are reminding us not to create an imbalance in positive polarity meaning during this purging and healing crisis as many brothers sisters appear to be sick on earth take it as an opportunity to dive into the energy that is being presented meaning the negative in the shadow Orion is the example of the blessing within the darkness the after effect of going into the darkness, you might say, that you become more integrated and more radiant. So Orion is sort of coming in, telling us to look at the experience on Earth today from a new perspective, as the reptilians have suggested. This might be the new perspective. And the new perspective is, since I am a vibrational being that is able to integrate data to become more radiant and whole, let me not miss out on the opportunity to dive into this darkness and go into my own shadow so that I could become even more illuminated. Let me not forget to seek the silver lining or to find out where the blessing is in all of this. So Orion is like a big brother or sister coming through saying, don't you dare let this opportunity pass you by. And what's the opportunity? The negativity and the conflict you see on earth. As a data collector, there's an opportunity here to dive into it, to maintain your alignment and go collect some data. So in regards to healing crisis and purging, 
purging refers to the culmination of your healing, meaning in this lifetime, this might be the lifetime you agreed to heal and transcend all past traumas that you weren't able to do previously. This is the lifetime to become fully realized for many of us. And we do that by purging. Purging is to dive into the darkness very quickly, take the lesson. And why do we do it quickly? Because now you know what you've been doing this whole time. Now you're a conscious creator of this. You're doing it consciously. So we do this without apprehension. We take appropriate action without delay. So the healing crisis from Orion's perspective is that we are polarizing ourselves into positivity because we think that's God's will for us to live in rainbows and butterflies. And we will get there, but that's where God is already holding that space for us. We came into the contrast for a reason. So Orion's reminding us, don't miss out on the opportunity to integrate more healing. During the crisis on Earth or this purging when people are going through life-changing events, you call it the dark night of the soul, right, to be rebirthed or reborn. There's opportunity in this negative situation. There's opportunity in this sickness or disease. So we will ask our guides from Orion to help us perceive the blessing within the chaos. Help us be more trusting and allowing of Mother, Father, God, knowing that all we must do is step back and be led the way. Help us to stay mindful, not to forget about or disregard the negative emotion or feeling as it is an opportunity to become more loving and more whole. Orion loves us so much. And a big reason why a lot of us are here is because you lived on Orion first. Without that data, you would not have been able to be so successful on Earth. So be in gratitude for your hardships today. Be in gratitude for the antagonists, those who caused you harm or sent ill will towards you. Be in appreciation as it gave you the opportunity to stand even more so in your light. To purge through that darkness and to heal through any crisis. Because as they say, what doesn't kill you only makes you stronger. And Orion is the evidence of that. The next galactic consciousness coming through is the Essasani. The Essasani refers to the apex or what you call the gray from Zetorectuli. Essasani, you might say, is a future timeline of the gray, a refined version, very advanced telepathically and spiritually. The Essasani come through as an interdimensional being or consciousness as a parallel timeline existing simultaneously with us. They bring the message of leaving home, reminding us that in their past timeline as the gray, they ventured off into the cosmos in desperation asking for help and the humanoid agreed. Many times we believe we're being abducted, this was the agreement, 
as these beings lost the ability to reproduce. This is why they would do experiments on our cows because it had a very similar reproductive system with the milk-giving mother. So we have a history, a very deep connection with the greys, and today we celebrate them in their new form as Essasani. If you are familiar with Transchannel Bashar, this is the consciousness that they tune into. In regards to the collective and the message of leaving home, the Essasani are reminding us of our interdimensional beingness, meaning that you are not only where you appear to be, you exist in multiple places simultaneously. And we can bring our awareness, our focused intention to that other realm of existence by visualization and feeling. The Essasani bring the symbol of the rainbow bridge, which represents the pineal gland and the fourth and fifth dimension of mentalism, to know that your thoughts, dreams, and visualization is a reality. It's a realm of existence. So this is where those beings would meet us, you might say, giving us information in regards to our telepathy and our psychic ability. Leaving home from this perspective is non-local, meaning to honor non-locality means that you don't need to leave to go there. You can connect instantaneously with your intention, thought, and vision. So if they're telling us to leave home, which is Earth, they're reminding us that we are not only here and we have the ability to go to other places or focus ourselves into other realms of existence. And they're reminding us that as a humanoid, one of the ways we could do this is through our visualization, the rainbow bridge. And to trust the feeling you receive once you soothe yourself into that thought. This is what you call remote viewing or astral projection in the sleep realm. So in meditation and prayer, be more open and observant to the realms of existence you see in the mind space. The images that you get, maybe you're on a beach, maybe you're in a temple, maybe you're in a crystal pyramid. So the Essasani are reminding us that as a humanoid today on earth, we are interconnected with all beings with Mother Gaia herself. And you can tune into the other states of being. You can leave home and connect with other versions of you through your thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And since you are grounded on Earth, whatever high frequency you tune yourself into, you filter that to and through the vessel, the body, and you share it with your brothers and sisters here. This is what we mean when we say you are your gift to the world that you are having on Earth because you have an ability to tune into refined frequency and since you are stationed on earth you might say those frequencies flow to and through your body so the Essasani reminding us in meditation and prayer to travel more to trust your visualizations more to trust the ideas that come to you the creative sparks to Hone or milk the image once you receive it to match the feeling of it, to really be in the crystal pyramid, to really be on the beach, 
wherever you are. This is also a reminder in regards to the collective that you are interconnected to all and you can send love and healing energy to anyone. It doesn't matter where they are, on earth or not. So if you're worried about a loved one who may be across the world or a loved one in spirit, the Essasani is reminding us that you are one thought away. As a vibrational being, you have an established connection to all your loved ones forever. Only when you think you're the body does that connection become not as strong, a weak link in a chain, you might say. But we can strengthen that link by trusting our visuals and intending to go places. So put us to the test in regards to your next meditation or prayer and take yourself to another space. Go where the angels are. Go where your guides are. Right? Just practice visualization and matching the feeling of it. And then you will start to see the evidence of the place you have just visualized yourself into on earth. Meaning synchronicities will show up that let you know that you are indeed connecting. So the Essasani love us so much and remind us that they are with us always. They are invisible, you might say. They work with us through rays of light, through codes, through information. And in meditation and prayer, in the place of stillness, you are where they are. You might say they are in the space in between the inhale and exhale, the point of singularity, the point of creation. And we can practice soothing ourselves into that space as well. This is where all of our guides, angelic helpers, and loved ones reside. So in regards to the collective, the Essosani remind us, don't get too caught up in the story on earth because you're not just here. There's events going on behind the scenes that you're not aware of because we haven't practiced soothing ourselves into that realm of existence. But now we're going to. We're going to start connecting more so that we can see past the physical realm, appreciate it, but know that it isn't the only realm happening. That there is much more going on. And in the heart space, we can connect with that. In the heart space, we connect with the kingdom of heaven. As we come to the end of the episode, I do feel guided to share some final thoughts in regards to galactic consciousness and our galactic lineage. There is an ancient race that we will call the founders or the builders of form, and these were the original protectors and preservers of all life on Mother Earth. There's a theory of Agartha, the center Earth, that there is a civilization within Mother Earth, and some believe that these are the ancient ones, the builders of form. This race is also connected to the Elohim, which is the, you might say, angelic presence, a non-physical consciousness that we were before we created a body. If we put the consciousness together, the Elohim, this angelic presence with the builders of form, this might say that we are in a parallel timeline with 
non-humanoid consciousness, angelic helpers, galactic presence, whatever you want to call it. And it's beyond the wisdom of the five senses. We can't comprehend it. So you might say that conscious or unconscious, we have help. We are supported. We are guided. There are ancient consciousness that their only job is to protect and preserve all of life. We didn't come to earth to be in a humanoid experience and make things worse by believing the story that we are divided or separated or in war and conflict. But since we're doing it, and the humans tend to have their own will, this lets us know that we must not be doing too bad because we're still here and Mother Father God hasn't taken us all away yet. So in other words, it's not as bad as we think. There must be a divine order behind the scenes that is maintaining everything. Everything must be in place. Everything must be perfect, actually. Since we have the ability to create as we want, we even call it free will. And you might say that it appears that some brothers and sisters are not living a life in accordance to the Holy Spirit, but how do we know? Since they're still here and able to do these things. So the founders and the Elohim remind us that our only job coming into earth is to do what we love. We're not here to try to fix the problem because that's not our job. It's beyond us. And it's so beyond us that there is no problem. We think there's a problem because we haven't integrated duality yet. But it must be the example that duality and polarity is divine and perfect order. That shadow and light dance with each other. It's a co-creation that you can't have one without the other. So the founders come in for the collective consciousness reminding us that there are events going on behind the scenes that is beyond our comprehension. The five senses is not able to perceive this divine order. We see chaos and destruction because we are in the illusion of being separate from Mother Father God. And since we are separate by illusion, we fragmented into fragments of being, meaning now we see aliens and extraterrestrial. But these beings, you might say, are closer to that presence of source than we are. That when you journeyed down to Earth, you had to leave a piece of yourself along the way. And these aliens and extraterrestrials are you along the way. So everything's okay. There is a force of attraction that's leading all things to their well-being. Nothing is out of order. No blade of grass is in the wrong place. Every particle in the cosmos is floating exactly where it should be. Because we are perfectly supported. Because there are protectors and preservers of all things. You call it God or energy, source, the I am. It's really love. The founders are reminding us that love holds all things together that love is the great healer.